Welcome to the Cult of Comics. Life has just got worse since that point, hasn't it? It really has. Everything's been like, kind of after nonsense. After that, you had strange. Trump win, and then Trump in. You guys had, uh, you had uh, David Brexit, Bowie died. Brexit. David Bowie. Uh, Prince died. Um, I got together People with my dying. girlfriend. Fuck, man? I know. I think it was a weird year. Meatloaf just died. Although it's really weird that he's like he was anti-vax and apparently super conservative. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, who else has died? Everybody's died. Betty Lemmy White. died. I can't believe Lemmy died. died a while ago, though. Yeah, that was 2016. He was dead before that. Yeah, you're right. It was like on Christmas 2015. I no, I meant like day. he died inside before that. I was just trying to make a joke. I hate you. <laughs> I love Lemmy. Rest in peace, Lemmy. Uh, it has been really strange, though. I actually wrote a song about it. Sing it. It's called Form It Live. In the last six years. Shit's really sucked. Since Arambi died, we've all been cried. It reminds me of Go the Distance from Aladdin. <laughs> That's not from Aladdin. Not from Aladdin, Hercules. That's from Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I corrected uh, myself before you guys uh, Did you? Listen, you, you come on the show here, you like censor yourself and how British you are. You have an absolutely terrible quality microphone. Like, I don't even know why I have you here anymore. I don't know what you just did. What did you just do? I made crackling sounds into the microphone. Is that what you did? Your microphone yeah. is so bad, it didn't pick it up at all. It just went quiet. Oh. Congratulations. I'll send you your file. He'll pick it up then. Yeah, I know. It's going to be awful. I, you can, I can hear myself and Josh echoed through his absolutely ass microphone. Garbage. Because your microphone is ass. And I should know. I'm an ass master. Anyway. Ass blaster supreme. <laughs> Let's Should we hop into it? More on topic. Sure. Welcome to the Cult of Comics podcast. <clears throat> this is our new segment. If you've never been on the show before, this is a comic book media podcast where we talk about comic book related things. And this is our news episode. You won't and now be able to tell what the, the like what our topic is from the first like half hour. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's going to be such topic. a challenge. It's so hard to have some like degrees and variations of nuance or whatever and anything. God. All right, guys. I'm putting in my credit card information. See if you can figure out what it is. Okay. Sick. Uh, is this to buy that NFT? No, I'm I'm paying medical bills right now. Oh, fair enough. Oh, did you get cancer again? Yes. Congratulations. That's why I'm not wearing I'm wearing the hat because got a couple. He's up got even lungs. less hair than normal. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever considered just shaving your eyebrows and just going around town, just being like, I have cancer, give me money? Ooh. The you could do it really easily. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, it's Ohio. They'll believe you. Nobody's smart in Ohio. Anyways, welcome to comic books, comic book related things. First thing we're going to talk about in our comic book news episode is comic book day on Substack. That's right. A bunch of whole new surprise drops, including a series from Tom King, which he has released for free, Brian K. Vaughn, Grant Morrison, James Tiny and the Fourth, Jeff Lemire, and a couple different other ones. Uh, what's, uh, which ones are going to be 
charged monthly. I know that Tinyan is already charging monthly for the Substack. Uh, yeah, so Tom King and Elsa Charitier. How do I pronounce that? The I don't know. His book. No clue. Um, well, their book, Love, Rev- Love Everlasting, is going to be free. Charitier? Each, every issue. Charitier. Because Tom King said the Substack grant was enough. And so it was something for fans. Give back to the fans, okay. which is nice. Um, Brian K. Vaughan's series as well is going to be free. Every chapter. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. What um, else? We've also got a new series from Tynan that is starting in two weeks. A week and a half. So yeah. it's not the closet. Um, no. That one's... Um, that one's out. Behind a paywall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, he's got a new series that's going to be ongoing weekly. Not weekly, monthly, I think. You think? You don't know? Um, Whenever he's got a time. Let me see what it was. Um, yeah, but he, he is releasing a new series that is free. Where is this? I'm more curious about the Grant Morrison one. I didn't know that Morrison yeah, was hopping on get this. get onto that. Jeff Lemire, like, we kind of knew was going to be doing a bunch of Substack stuff. I mean, between Fish Flies and, um, what the hell is that other one? Um, uh, by who? Jeff Lemire. Fish Flies, that's all he's done so far, isn't it? I thought that was the second one. Um, he said Black Hammer stuff was coming, which we'll get onto in a minute. Okay. I don't know. Um, he's also releasing a load of his older stuff that's out of print. But yeah, so from Tynan, we've just had the first chapter of The Closet, which is a horror graphic novel in two in three parts. Mm-hmm. A horror novella, he calls by, it. Uh, maybe I should sort these by author, because I just have the name of the comic. It's harder when you don't have like the cover right there to see who yeah. it was. Um, so yeah, it's going to be like three 30-page chapters. And it's going to be coming out roughly every six weeks. And then in a couple of weeks, we have The Oddly Pedestrian Life of Christopher Chaos coming mm. out. And this is going to be a... This is going to be free. And it is going to be... Monthly. And then once the closet is finished... Um, this book is going to move up to being bi-monthly. Cool. Excellent. So there's yeah. a lot of uh, reasons there's to hop on Substack right now. another series by Tynan that's coming, which is following the sort of idea of Blue Book, where it's like these documentations of these UFO events. But this one is true weird, and it's going to be about just all the other stuff. Like just weird encounters, which... I know what you're thinking is probably what Department of Truth is. Mm. But apparently he wanted more. I mean, This is an anthology series he's going to be writing and it's going to come out very occasionally. Okay, I I guess I'm just confused about this just because, you know, he has been really successful with Department of Truth. I'm confused why he hasn't just released this through image because it feels like something that would sell. Because Substack's paying money and this isn't coming out on a regular schedule. He says yeah. it's going to come out on like fifth. Well, the wild weeks have like a fifth Wednesday. Very text heavy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess it's maybe more of like a passion project than anything else. So I, I guess that makes sense. All right. Yeah, um, and then the Tom King book is Love Everlasting. 
which was a weird is, book. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it in our next episode. But like, yeah, that and it's the a it's a romance comic mixed with, I guess, what I'd include in there is like Groundhog Day, a little. Uh, uh the multiverse. Uh, I would actually yeah, compare it to um, Jeff Lemire's uh, question book that just came out. Yeah, I see that as well. You know what I mean? The many lives yeah. of uh, Vic Sage. Yeah. That or the uh, Scarlet WandaVision. I, I see that as well, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, all right. It definitely feels yeah, like focusing... an old Silver Age uh, romance comic. Yeah. Because he said in his announcement for it that at one point these this genre made up like over a quarter of the market. Yeah, I mean, it was a big and, yeah. market for whatever reason. I, I mean, people in comics were like, hey, how do we get females in the market? I know, romance stories, because that's all yeah. women care about for some reason. And he wanted to bring it back with a modern sheen and do something really fun. Yeah, instead and, of it just being sexist storytelling yeah. techniques. Apparently the artist, Elsa... Um, reached out to him and was like, like I want to work with you. Why haven't you done anything creator-owned yet? And his answer was, because no one's asked him to yet. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Well, I, I trust Tom King. Well, I mean, he's done something creator-owned before. I mean, there was... Sure, uh, Babylon was DC. Vertigo. That was Vertigo. That was one of the last Vertigo imprints, and yeah. it's still his property. Is it? I believe so. He and Mitch Garrett's, I believe. It's, it's basically his semi-autobiography, so... Yeah, but I guess it's probably, like, there are rights issues there, I would imagine. Yeah, when he published through one of the big two. Has he ever yeah. written a uh, female protagonist? Uh, Supergirl. Okay. Yeah, and that's oh, been right. a really yeah, good series. Yeah, you guys have that going on right now. Yeah. yeah. It's been a really good series. So, yeah. I mean, this is a this was a good book, so we'll, we'll talk about it next episode, but yeah. it's uh, a lot of interesting stuff coming on with uh, Substack. Uh, yeah, we've also got a Brian K. Vaughan comic. Yes. What's, what's that called? What um, I'm trying what to find out what the actual description of it is. Tell us what edition. I'm, I'm trying. I'm Come trying. Sean. Oh, um, man, it is a cigars out like Joe Rogan and just start smoking. It Only is a DMT. brutal, not safe for work, 300 page epic. It's a story about sex and violence and why so and many it's... of us spend our lives watching both. Uh, yeah, okay, and it's released in 30-page chunks? Um, no. I think it's releasing weekly, and it's, like, the first chapter was, like, seven or eight pages. But, yeah, all uh, in all, it's going to be about 300 pages. I mean, is this going to be, do you think, like, what happened with uh, Private Eye or with um, uh, that weird alien immigrant story that he wrote that was, like... Walking Dead? The alien? <laughs> no, 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 no. The, uh, the other one. Barrier. Barrier. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird comic. I tried really hard yeah. to get into that, and I couldn't because I had I, to literally go into Google Translate and then type everything yeah, in. That, that kind of stopped me in my tracks. Like, uh, I don't have the time to type this in and read at the same time. Yeah. it's. Uh, I understand the I understand the, the, the logic behind it, and I'm not yeah. opposed to it, but come on, man. It, it just got buried. Like, I got was a barrier. all these issues. Yeah. Buried. Uh, by all the other backlog comics that I need to read. Well, yeah, plus it's like, do I want to spend all day translating all of these things that they didn't bother to translate for me just so I can read yeah. the story? And it's like, it's interesting, but... I'm not. It might have been just like the first issue. I'm not sure if the whole series is in Spanish. 
Uh, no, not the whole series, but it's it's only the portion where people are actually speaking Spanish, like Spanish-speaking yeah. people in Mexico, right. like in the cartel and people yeah. coming over, which is cool. It's interesting. It's realistic until they get into yeah. the alien spaceship, but still. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, let's see. We mentioned Barrier, and then the other one was uh, Private Eye. Private yeah. Eye was uh, online first. Yes. Uh, same for, I think, the alien... The Walking uh, Dead tie-in. I, I think, think so. I think that was online first as well. I got the uh, bound paperback, or hardback. I got the hardback when that came out um, almost two years ago, I think. Yeah. They finally released that. Uh, it's nice that they I actually started putting the stuff out. It's just, it's yeah. cool that they're doing stuff online. It's just frustrating when I have the stuff and I can't put it on my shelf correct. Like, why do you have to print it? In this yeah. obnoxious manner, and now it's like yeah. sticking out really like a like a sore thumb. It looks like your child. Well, you don't have a child, but it looks like your child's bookcase where all the books are just kind of ham fisted in there and not organized in any way. And you're going nuts yeah. looking at your kid's fucking bookshelf, and you're like, "I'm not going to beat my kid." Yeah, I ha hashtag relatable. Absolutely. Yeah, but for Private Eye, I think that one was pay whatever you feel like. Was it? Yeah, it was on Panel Syndicate, and you could pay one. Ah, uh, okay, Panel Syndicate. Are they still around? Um, yeah. All right. Most recently, they did the first issue of Donny Cates. Um, right. I don't remember what it's Another called. Another guy that's too busy. Yeah, yeah. that was and um, the Weird Darkness comic. Cloak of Darkness. Something yeah, like something that. like that. Yeah. And also, they did the Ed Brubaker Friday book. I don't know what that is, but I'll look into it. Yeah. I told cool. you guys about it. It was the one of the free comics for the like comic book shop appreciation day or whatever back in November. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You did mention that. Um I'm sorry, did you mention what the Grant Morrison book is? I'm trying to work out what it is. He doesn't really say. Yeah. And we've had two released pages of it and it is very strange, is there very a, unique. Uh, there's a is there a YouTube trailer for the comic? There's not, I'm afraid. It's not image. Yeah. But yeah, his project is called Xanadum. Xanadum. And it, he's he describes it as an ephemeral stronghold, a serious house on a ludicrous earth, and a magical castle with its walls made of lost fragments of etc etc. Mm. That's actually what he says. They. And sorry, they. And yeah, it's it's just Grant going full Grant. It looks like. Hmm. Yeah, we've had two released pages by it. Of it, and it's just kind of newspaper clippings, random like magazine cutouts, just all stuck together. So stereotypical Grant Morrison. Yeah. Sure. It's very interesting, and I'm intrigued to see where it's going to go, but. Yeah, interesting. So Grant Morrison is one of those people that is so out there weird that I'm fairly certain that they just want to continue to be as weird as possible just for the sake of being yeah. weird. You know what I mean? They've got a reputation to uphold at this point. Yeah, basically. Like, oh, how look how... Because their, their grounded work is their some of their best work, like the Batman run... Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it was that grounded, but I see what your but, point I is. But I mean, yeah. compared to like Greenland, where it's interdimensional, be up there with, with uh, 
you know, Frank Miller or Alan Moore. He's like, I can be as weird as those guys. I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely think that there was elements of groundedness in it, but there was also a point you have to remember where Batman gets killed by Darkseid's lasers. Those lasers send him throughout space and time where he has to get reincarnated. I didn't include Final Crisis in that description because Final Crisis is his own beast. That may be true, but it did affect the main continuity timeline where... That was like an incomprehensible, weird event. Yeah, Yeah. that's Grant Morrison to a T. Yeah, Yeah. and somebody like years down the road will go and like fall down a rabbit hole trying to piece all these things together. Like, oh, do you know Batman, you know, kind of died at this one point and then was thrown through the multiverse and then he's fine. Yeah, it was very strange. I mean, the, the, the return of Bruce Wayne uh, in itself is just a very strange miniseries. Because it was rushed and he was told to bring him back. He said he had years of Damien and Dick stories to tell, but editorial wanted Bruce back now, mm. which is a shame. So yeah, you mm. can kill him off, but you have to bring him back in six months. Yep, that's like the rule. You can have Batman Same be 50 years old, but you gotta have him uh, go into the Lazarus pit and then suddenly he's sexy 35-year-old Batman yeah. again. because he said he always planned to bring him back. But... How long was it before they brought back Wolverine after the death of Wolverine? I think it was like... Uh, the actual Wolverine. Four, five years. years? I think years. it was like 2013, 2014, and then he came back in like 2019. Okay. Uh, I feel like it wasn't that long. I feel like it happened maybe... No, it was a long time. Years. It was... It was 2014, uh, and then... He came back in Legacy, which was 2018, 2019. Okay. Because you had, like, some, you had right? like, some Wolverine yeah. clone running around, and you had Old Man Logan running around. So yeah, you were right, 2019, five years, damn. Okay. I'm good. You really I'm are, damn, you're on top of it, look at you, usually you're a fuck-up. Steel Trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Steel Trap, yeah. until um, it's not. More from Substack, we have... Uh, Jonathan Hickman's promised a load more stuff in his Three Worlds, Three Moons universe. I, I don't understand how you both... I don't understand how you both are in any way committed to anything that he does anymore. How do you have patience I haven't read anything since the initial, like, four or five pages for Three Worlds, Three Moons. Has there been anything since then? Yeah, exactly. several things. Who, when? How? When? Very Where? intermittent. Yes, it's Jonathan Hickman. How can you commit? That's that I, is a waste of money. Into, I didn't commit to East of West until it was just about over. Yeah, me too. I didn't commit to it until it was over, and then I started collecting the trades, and I'm like, oh, this is a good story. I'm glad I get to but, actually read it in a manner that actually makes sense instead of waiting 17 years. Issue. But I got every single issue for basically cover price. Good. But with Three Worlds, Three Moons, it's not this big series. It's never going to be finished. It's a universe, but he's telling all these little, like, one or two part he's, stories in. He's contracted are... it out to other people so those people can get it done on time. No, he, he's it's... writing it, just not drawing it. Yeah, but he's also the, said the same thing about Black Monday Murders, where he's like, hey, you remember this series that was really awesome and then I just hopped off? Oh, I guess I'm going to finish that now. Cool, I guess we're going to release that somewhere, maybe in Image Comic Books. Hey, no, here, guys. As I said, it's not, like, ongoing series. He's releasing, like, a two-chapter story in this world to set on something, but he's doing something else in this world. Yeah. It's a universe he's playing in where he's not writing a big ongoing series. Yeah. Alright. And he's bringing uh, all these different artists to do like these two or three part stories here and there. Sure. So it might um, be cool, but I'm not going to sign up until there's actually some content. I, ref- I'm not going to sign up for anything Hickman for a, a, a while. Not not for a long while. Yeah, I'm you, going you've to... got to remember, you pay $5 and you get access to everything. 
So if you give it a few months and you want to read some stuff, once he's completed some of the issues, yeah. You can pay $5, go read it, and then unsubscribe. I mean, yeah, I guess, but it's... I just don't see the point, honestly, at this point. I will wait until a story is complete. How about that? That's what I'll do. But as I said, it's like they're two-part stories. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Should we move on to the next bit of news about kind of like following up from last week's news? Do you not want to hear about Black Hammer Tyler? Coming to Substack is the last days of Black Hammer. You look confused. I thought that yeah. that was going to get released through Dark Horse. Eventually. It will eventually be printed through Dark Horse, but it is a graphic novel that is being released on Substack. Interesting. Okay. Yes, 110 pages written by Lamaya and illustrated by Stefano Simeone. And he's going to be posting four or five pages a week. A week? Four or five pages a week. Damn. All right. Yeah. Has there been any announcement of anything interesting from, uh, what was it, Marvel Infinite? <laughs> Has there been any interesting announcements from Substack? <laughs> After no, I, I go from... through all that, you are... <laughs> no, I, I, I said Marvel Infinite. Yeah. Um, nothing Are they doing me. anything? They're releasing a fair bit of stuff, but just nothing really interests me. Okay. It looks more like kid-based or kid-aimed. Mm-hmm. And then just a few more things I'm going to speed through. Um, Kelly Thompson's first full issue on Substack has been released. Oh. Uh, the Black Cloak with art by Meredith McLaren. And also Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman have finally released the full first chapter of their book, Vanish, oh. on Substack. They've been like... Yeah, their Substack is not worth the money because they've only just released the first issue or something. And they've been like charging people since like October. Ooh. I would have, have like, that, some podcasts, uh, some artwork. Patreon setting where it's like we don't release until there's actual like you pay by the release or something. Yeah, that's why I held off subscribing to them because there just wasn't content there. Hmm. If content starts coming out, I might be tempted, but yeah. But yes, yeah, so now we can move on to what you were going to talk about. You are you have this lovely bit of silence that you love to just throw in here. It's great for radio. I appreciate you. Uh, interesting bit of news following on from last week's bit of news about uh, mouse being banned from a Tennessee school district. Uh, in response, it has hit number one on the bestsellers list on Amazon, as well as gathered the attention from some comic book store owners, including Ryan Higgins of the Comic Book Con- Comic Conspiracy Podcast and Store in Sunny Dale, Sunny Vale, California. Sunny Isn't and- that where Buffy was at? I know, every time, yeah, every time I hear that, I'm always like, oh, Buffy. I'm like, oh, right, this is yeah. the actual place. I think Sunnydale um, is the place. Sunnydale was the high school. Yeah, something there. But there is which a place called. filmed in uh, Torrance, which is where my wife was born. I haven't taken my Adderall, uh, so I'm going to ignore him for right now uh, because I know where this is going to go. Uh, yeah, so in response, uh, Ryan Higgins has gone uh, on record saying that Anybody who wants a free copy of Mouse, uh, he will give. Uh, and yeah, I think the first that he's 100. the first one hundred. Is that what he said? I think it was. I don't think he's buying. It. Maybe they're connected. Maybe it's the number one because Ryan Higgins bought every single copy of Mouse that he could. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, it's uh, very strange that uh, a book about the Holocaust has somehow been banned because of uh, profanity. Yeah. And it's like when governments ban nineteen eighty four. 
Yeah. It's like. It's just on. like. Yeah. No, no. Do you know what you're doing? Perfectly living up to the commentary. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah. Interesting uh, bit of news following up on that. A little bit more lighthearted. Jurassic League, a new book, has been announced by Daniel Warren Johnson and Juan Gideon. Uh, this is a book that will feature the Justice League uh, as dinosaurs. So picture Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Street Sharks, uh, except yeah. it's dinosaurs. I'm not interested. Me neither. It, it looks cool. The cover looks cool. I don't it looks know. Cool. I don't know how Superman good it will be. <laughs> what, what does that matter? I uh, just like yeah. we're gonna have Batman wearing actual clothing. We're gonna have Wonder Woman wearing actual clothing. Superman naked. He doesn't have a dick. It's whatever. Listen to the synopsis. So, in the world of Jurassic League, Superman was still sent to Earth on a rocket ship from a dying planet, and he was still raised by humans. It's just that he's also a man-shaped Brachiosaurus. Batman, rather Batsaur, is an Allosaurus, Wonder Woman is a Triceratops, and the Joker is a Dilophosaurus. huge horns. I hate you. <laughs> I, just, I hate you so much. Yeah, what did they say that Batman is? A, um... Allosaurus. Allosaurus. Really? That's, I mean... Alright. It's a magical video player, Don. I'm really confused about why they made him, uh, Superman a Brachiosaurus. That's just very strange. Also, he doesn't have the neck for it. He looks... If that's a Brachiosaurus, that is the short... That is the most... We've had a released picture of the Joker as a dinosaur. Yeah, so I saw that. I didn't see it. I mean, it looks interesting. It's it, well, that's just terrible. I might pick up the first issue just to see if it's a fun read. This looks I don't like, like this at all. This looks like exactly what everyone has been making fun of the comic book industry for for years. This is exactly all of the things that look. This looks like fun. This looks like it's something that you can just fun. be like, "Isn't this just silly fun?" You know, you, it's like it's like you know, like your little zombie hooker comic book where it's just like, "Yeah, she's dead. Yeah, she's nude." It's just silly fun. That's all it really is. Why not? Does she losing her... Is her nipples falling off? Yeah, it's just silly fun. Is she missing a leg? It's just silly fun. Is she possibly having sex with random people and making them into zombies? It's just silly fun. And that's Jurassic League, brought to you by Daniel Warren Johnson. And the other writer. One Gideon. Yeah. They're co-writing with Gideon doing the artwork. Gandhi... Really? Yeah. Seems like a uh, missed opportunity to have Daniel Warren Johnson be the yeah, one doing the art. You would think. It's very strange. All right. All right. Well, whatever then. Uh, moving on from there. Uh, this is kind of strange news. Joel Jones has been accused of tracing artwork, specifically by Pepe Larez, uh, and has been pointed out by a Twitter user uh, and pointed out s uh, major similarities between the Twitter. Uh, user also did a comparison by like reducing making one transparent over the other so you could see I didn't the difference. realize it was for Joel Jones I missed that I know isn't that so weird yeah. Joel Jones of all people like she's insanely talented why the it hell did she do does, that like I didn't realize that because it doesn't deadlines. exactly look like Joel Jones style but like I I totally saw that it was like Wonder Woman stuff yeah Wonder sorry Girl, Tyler Wonder finish Woman. what you were going to say about what is from no, you're fine. Uh, so, uh, one of the images that was uh, compared was an image of Polaris 
from X-Men, uh, drawn by Pepe Larez, and a comparison to uh, Wonder Girl, uh, black suit. Uh, another one was an image of the blonde-haired Wonder Girl. I can't remember which, which one that her name was. Um, and that comparison was done to, I believe, Jean Grey, and they were, like, floating, kind of. It's a really yeah. weird thing to it was see. Cassie. Yeah, thank you. It's really strange to see because Joel Jones is a really talented artist, so why the hell is she doing this? I think it was because of deadlines. I get that, but at the Her same time, work's like clearly been very rushed lately. And I... if she was like dragged in to do a cover last minute and was like, Yeah, you got like a week to do that or like a couple of days to do this. Yeah, but it's such know. a big no no, right? Like, I mean, look at look at how much we shit all over uh, Greg Land and uh, what's that other guy's yeah. name? The one who's doing the but art for the thing uh, Alien. Is Salvador La Roca. La Roca. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's more because their art style is it's just tracing over and colouring. There's no art there. At least she did her artwork over something else. If that makes sense. It does. And I, I can definitely see, okay, I'm going to use this just pose. Just change your work a little bit so it doesn't look the same. Yeah, I mean, all you have to really do is just say, like, look, and then be like, okay, I'm just going to, like, look but and yeah, then do that instead of just tracing it. Apparently, like, this is the first time it's been noticed that she's traced. Like, people have gone back over her older artwork, her older artwork and not found stuff. So it makes, are... it makes me think it is more of a deadline thing. Yeah, probably. She was worked over with her book getting cancelled and got forced into doing a cover. I yeah. I... Yeah, okay, I can I can give her I I can see some leniency towards that. I'm you know, giving her I'm some a... like benefit of the doubt because Yeah. it's out of character for her and there haven't been instances of her doing it before. Yeah, and I mean it's not like she's a piece of shit who has like gone on record of being a, a, an asshole who's just stealing art from people, but Yeah. All right, it's that's a little strange thing but... to do and it doesn't yeah. excuse it, but I'm sure there must be a reason why she felt the need to when she yeah. hasn't in the past. Yeah, it's a unique thing now, so... Yeah, no, I, yeah. I agree. She really has been spread very thin doing writing and artwork lately. Yeah, no kidding. She needs to go back to just being an artist. Agreed. I don't understand why she's trying to do like the writing thing. It's the same thing she, with Daniel Warren Johnson. No, Daniel Warren Johnson is also not a good writer. Sorry. I heard good things about his Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Nah, it's not good. Don't care, but... I, I, I am... I am the guy who's into brutal stuff. I like Wonder Woman. I yeah. like super like apocalyptic I've, horror nonsense. I've not read it, but I think you're in the minority there because I it got a lot of good buzz. It. Let me put it this way. Um. It is taking Wonder Woman and then putting her in an environment. That's fine if you do that and. It's even fine if it's in the future. It's the weird... The justification is really weird. So for some reason, she gets put into a cryogenic chamber. Why? I don't really remember. I don't know if I really care. Um, Batman's dead. Superman's dead. Yeah, basically. And what happens is a nuclear war happens. For some reason, they nuke uh, Themyscira. I don't even remember what the reason was, but the nuclear radiation caught mixed with the magic made everyone turn into chimeras. And... It's honestly what you just described sounds sick as fuck. What's your problem with that? Yeah, I mean that's just that's about the same as like Captain America went into the Arctic Circle and got submerged in ice and didn't age for eighty or ninety years, and then they brought him back out and resuscitated him. So the difference is that 
when you're taking a character like those guys and then you're bringing them out into a new world or a harsher reality, that's fine. The issue is is removing all of the elements of humanity from these different portions of the universe and of the characters that just feel strange and, and really out of place. Um, there are a lot of points when he really captures the essence of Wonder Woman being, you know, like full of heart and love and wanting to resolve things not through just like violence nonstop, but that she's a loving person. And she also has this obligation towards her family who has been betrayed really heavily. Let me put it this way. There is a part where her mom has like no eyes and there's like tentacle co coming out of it. And she's got like a centipede body. And then she's trying to like murder everybody. Also, there's like some weird sexual assault insinuations in like the second book. And I just, it feels like if Garth Ennis wanted to do a, wonder woman book i guess and i just don't know if i like that it doesn't it feels bitter it doesn't feel like the essence of the character in itself i feel the same way about when people do a superman book and it doesn't have a lot of heart you know bendis i was gonna say frank miller i cannot disagree with that that was so weird he fucks a mermaid and joins the navy there's or, a lot well, of love there uh Sure. Join the it's Navy. Just... Join in the Navy, Ivan at Nia. Anyway, let's move on to the next. <laughs> yeah. Bit of news. Uh, this is a little uh, sad. This news is uh, unfortunate coming from Mark Wade. Brian Augustine has passed away at a fairly young age. Uh, this is a former comic book writer uh, who has been friends with Mark Wade. He uh, was a former editor. Wasn't he also think, a writer? I think he might have also what written, he? but he was known for being an editor. 67. Yeah. 67. So I not super young, that. but it's definitely... I mean, he died of a... Uh, what did he die, what did he die stroke. from? Yeah, that's horrible. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, the... Uh, go ahead. He was one of the few good editors who really worked with the writer to tell the best story. Yeah. Because even when he wasn't writing... Like, with Mark Wade stuff, he was the editor... Mark Wade's Flash stuff. He was the editor on it. And he was still credited on the front of half of the issues. Because he really worked collaboratively with Wade to tell the best story. And Wade really goes out of his way to give credit to the people that he knows deserves it. He's a very outspoken uh, creator who has fought for the attention uh, and rights of other creators as well. So... This isn't out of character for him at all. It's just really sad to see that uh, another creator has passed away, and this I don't like saying this. This is all. This is a, a a dark thing to say. But at this point, we're also still just waiting for the news about George Perez because I was literally just thinking that. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's it's not an easy thing to say because he's a great person uh, from what I've heard and a fantastic creator. But it's Jim you know, Lee posted some pictures on Twitter a few weeks ago. Yeah, within the last two weeks of like George Perez walking around the um, yeah, DC headquarters, and there were recent pictures, and they're just kind yeah, of having the, fun uh, together. Yeah, the Nightwing uh, jacket on. Was it Nightwing? Oh, that was Marv Wolfman. Mm. But yeah, oh. that was from the same set of pictures. Yeah, yeah, it's really unfortunate. And this, we were making the comments earlier about how these last six years has just been really like fucked. Yeah. But I mean, <clears throat> this is just another example of that, you know. But yeah, just mm. when you think of Flash and you think of all these things like Speed Force, what else did Mark Wade introduce? Kid Flash, Impulse, Bart Allen. Yep. Um, yep. 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 All this stuff, all this world building. 
it also came from Brian Augustine. Yep. They were so close together. Okay. So whenever you think of like the Speed Force, all that stuff. It was because of this it's team. because of this guy as well. And yeah. he was the one who brought Wade into DC, gave him his first writing job on Flash. Because mm -hmm. there was a Flash special a couple of years before Wade took over the run proper. Where Wade came in to do sort of like the narrative story in between some stories. Like the connective tissue bit. Mm -hmm. Remind me here, um, wasn't Mark Wade's run also the one that introduced the act, like how we currently understand uh, Reverse Flash? What do you mean, how we currently understand Reverse Flash? Well, because like he existed before, but uh, the way that we have interpreted him as a villain now, kind of like how Jeff Johns introduced the more modern understanding of Sinestro. Um, he... We had... Yeah, I won't go into... I don't want to go into spoilers for a 30-year-old comic, just because there is a good twist there. But yeah, he did really bring... Thorn back to the forefront and made him a threat again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I mean. It's um, not unlike when you know you had all of these other creators hop in, like Starlin or Miller, you know, uh, and make Joker, you know, an actual scary force yet again. I mean, for years he was also a joke. No pun intended, but if for you know for years he was not a character that was yeah. taken super seriously. He was like but this. You like, say that about Starlin, but. Joke was very campy in Death, Jason Todd. He was campy. He went on to be like, yeah, he was campy but scary. He went on to be like a Saudi Arabian member of the UN. Oh, but that, that, that's exactly what I mean, though. It's like he, he was like, yeah, here's all of the ways that we comprehend him now in, in this really campy, ridiculous format, but he's also still a big threat. Yeah. The that whole serial killer so clown thing is more... Re it, it was ridiculous. The serial killer clown thing is kind of a more modern interpretation, most likely because of John Wayne Gacy, but it's definitely worked in favor. That, Honestly, though, I don't think that, that anybody's been able to... The other day where it was like, they keep trying to go scarier with the live-action Jokers. It's like Heath Ledger, then you've got Jared Leto trying to be scary, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix. It's like, what we really need is Satcha Baron Cohen to just put on a bright purple suit and just go full mm -hmm. clown. Yes, you had the uh, Tommy Wiseau audition tape. <laughs> <laughs> I need you, Batman. Be a bot, Batman. <laughs> He's got Batman upside down. He's like, no, I need you. It's so good. Uh, I love how we transitioned from Brian Augustine's death to Tommy Wiseau. Here we are. <laughs> Welcome to the show. All right, moving on. I guess uh, we can talk about some things going on in movies and TV, right? This is a bit of strange news. Dakota Johnson has been cast as Madam Web in the standalone movie being made by Sony because for whatever reason, Sony has not learned their lesson. And as far as I'm aware, they are still trying to make the Black Cat film and, yeah, and Silver Sable. Spider yeah. Spider-Woman directed by Olivia Wilde, which is a very good choice. Dakota Johnson could be a good choice for Madam Web in I, the yeah. years. Are, are they going to put her in like old lady makeup? So, or is it going to be like an origin story? This is how I know you guys are normies. Exactly how Madam Web got her why am I a myasthenia gravis. So the reason why I say you're normies is because uh, Madam Web actually, the old one, died a long time ago. The new modern interpretation of Madam Web is a former Spider Woman, and she's been in the position for like 25, 30 years. Wasn't no, I'm sorry, 20 years. Wasn't Madam so, Web in the 90s? series animated series yeah yeah voiced by stanley's of. wife huh 
I think. Inspired by Stanley's wife? Voiced by Stanley's wife. I don't know about that. I believe it. I believe I can fly. Oh, yeah. Which Madam Web is actually the star of the upcoming movie? No, it's, gonna... it's most likely going to be the young one. Yeah, no, sorry. You, you're, giving, you're giving Sony two. Maybe it's going to be both. It'll be the old one. Because Sony are idiots. Cassandra Webb. Or Julia Carpenter. <laughs> one thing I can appreciate yeah, about... she was voiced by Joan Lee, well, you know, Stanley's cool. wife. So, uh, yeah, so Tony Stark is gone, and Peter Parker is always looking for a new mentor. So, Madam Web. She'll be his sure. new mentor. Can Disney please just buy Sony? Seriously. Um, honestly, so this is interesting that oh, yeah, you say that. A couple things that I want to bring up here because that actually is a possibility now, and I'll explain why. Are you familiar with uh, Microsoft Game Pass at all? Yeah. So, the Xbox Microsoft Game Pass deal for $10 a month is putting Sony out of business immensely to the point that Sony may actually just go under. And the reason I say that in specific is because while Sony may be a big, huge company, the issue with trying to challenge companies like Microsoft that have just purchased up uh, Activision and all these other gigantic properties has allowed them to basically create a minority monopoly in this market outside of Nintendo, of course. But in doing so, Sony is taking a huge loss when it comes to video game sales, console sales, yeah. and the big reason why is because of this uh, deal. Now, that being said, if enough of a loss occurs, Sony may be required to sell out certain portions of their uh, properties to other people. So, it is a possibility, but, I mean, Sony mostly I mean, makes headphones. Budget, and... They budget how much they're going to spend for the buyouts and whatnot. I think I saw an article yeah. the other day. It was like, okay... They spent for like between 2021 and 2023. They've spent seven billion out of the 17 billion that they plan to spend acquiring mm -hmm. all these. Yep. And uh, I saw earlier today that for Spider-Man: No Way Home, the rights are going to Stars. Really? Yeah. So that's weird. Okay. It's gonna. It's gonna air on Star. Well, air stream on Stars, Stars with the Z. Uh, starting this summer, and then it's not gonna be until. I think it was like 2023 at some point that Disney might get the rights. That's interesting. Far from Home and Homecoming both aren't on Disney Plus. Correct. No. Yeah. But there's Which probably like some package deal for sometime in the future for them to get streaming yeah. rights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a very interesting time to witness all of this because we may actually see Disney purchase them up in the future because of the amount of money that Microsoft is just like destroying. Microsoft is taking so, a suddenly huge every, loss on this. Uh, I was going to say, can I spoil No Way Home yet? Uh, it's been, uh, sure. Two months out. It's, it's spoiler months. season. Why not? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, just Disney gets rights back and suddenly everyone gets their memory back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that was really a tie-in to everyone having to forget who Spider-Man is, other than like not being able to be like, we need Spider-Man's help for this scenario. 
it was just well, a way to happen in any movie. of the Marvel movies. They try to keep them kind of independent until they're not. Yeah. But it was like the last one of their deal. They were trying to sort of not take him out the MCU, but sort of segment him and yeah. Get him well, out if the they Avengers. wanted to do that, they could have just like, hey, while all these people are returning their multiverse, you're gonna be pulled into the multiverse as well to like but a different. It's just gonna split of... here, and here go all the Marvel Disney folks, and here goes Spider Man. You know what I'm curious about? I I want to know what they're going to do with the Venom symbiote like blob that they like teased yeah. at the end of that. They could have even done that where they had like venom like latch on to spider-man right at the end as he's getting like trans as venom's getting transported away and pulls spider-man into his world instead no yeah. because that would ruin the happy end like not the happy ending but the ending of him running across rooftops in the snow he's just yeah. swinging across rockefeller center and we just gets just like hit with the block like, just add another half hour to the film of <laughs> yeah of the three hour long film. establishing There's... himself in the new world there's like a five or six minute deleted scene of the Spider-Man just bonding. Yeah. <laughs> Those announced him special features and I just want it. Yeah. Need it. Uh, hard same. Oh, you can't do that? And then just flick. I, I loved that scene so much. It was so good. Um, Dakota Johnson. inside yourself. <laughs> Did I send you guys that meme a couple of weeks ago where it was like, oh, I fell. Uh, it was like, I fell 100 feet no, and Spider-Man yes. caught me. And then it was Tobey Maguire time, and it's like, oh, you can't do that, huh? I'm so dark, man. So fucked up. <laughs> um, I'm actually curious to see like what their logic is with the Andrew um, Garfield portion because in the film, the, the, they he says like, really oh, I'm working on a null. Thing. They said, wait, what? Sony are rumored to be working on a null movie as a culmination of the Venom movies. Sure, I'll believe it when I see it. The only yeah. people that are consistent are. Uh... Disney, with like all of the things they announce actually coming to fruition, yeah. Between Truth. Sony and DC, just shitting the bed constantly. Where's my fucking Green Lantern film? Where is it? Where's my Green Lantern show? No, it's not. Where is it? Where is my show? Where is my Green Lantern show? You tell me where it is. One in, is it one and three? One and where is it? DC announced movies actually get produced. It's one and three. Yes. Yeah, if all like the that. movies got produced, you'd uh, you'd actually have. Uh, Everything in that Zack Snyder universe by now. Uh, yeah, seriously. Um, God, okay, so they introduced uh, Black Adam, Super Pets, uh, Shazam, that actually happened, The Lost Kingdom, uh, Batgirl, uh, Green Lantern Corps. Um, they announced Nightwing from the guys who did 20. Oh, yeah, jeez, I forgot about that. No, not at all. I think where's, that they said they were going to do a long Halloween Jump movie. Street crossover? There's so many films that they announced years back, and they just never happened. It was like 2015, 2016 that they made all those announcements, and it's just never happened. Yeah. It's yeah. never going to happen. And honestly, I hate that never they made the announcement. Happen, never going to happen, never going to happen. just disgusts me. It makes oh, me upset. Oh, oh. It just it pisses me off, and I want my Green Lantern show. Give it to me it, now. It is coming, Tyler. It's not fucking coming. You can tell me that it's coming. As much as Diggle Green Lantern. No, no, no. False. They have not cast it. They've cast one person, maybe two people at most. It's not enough. I think if COVID hadn't happened, we'd have it by now. It's like this. This Dakota Johnson announcement is that she's been tapped. She hasn't been confirmed to be cast. They're in talks to, yeah. They're in talks to possibly. It's like the we had like a few months ago, where it was like they're in talks to before. Josh. Yeah. No. Josh. 
Imagine oh, Tyler's I... reaction if we get to like the Green Lantern show coming out and it's just Diggle. It is supposed to be Diggle. That's gonna be so bad. He gets the Green Lantern ring at the end of Arrow. I will. I will fucking lose my mind. He. I will shoot up hey. a fucking something or other. I don't no, know what we... yet. He he did get it at the end of Arrow, Tyler. I yeah. know that he got it at the end of Arrow. I know that. David Ramsey is still helping out. He still appears in Superman and Lois. He's, he directs. He's episode. got his own show coming. I can't remember what it's called. Is it called like Justice Q or Stop. something? Stop! Stop talking! Stop talking about Diggle. If you talk about him anymore, I will. I will come to your home and I will shit in your pillow. John Diggler. I will shit in your fucking. I will. I, you. I will. I will. I will make you grow up with a child that hates you. Okay. <laughs> He's just okay. You want to go for two? <laughs> Say the word. Oh, man. I'm so bummed. All right. It's just never going to happen. I'm just going to have to fucking unalive myself right here on the on air. Um, yeah, we're getting a Justice U series at CW with David Ramsey training the next generation of heroes. Remind me, did they say that they were going to do a Strange Adventures movie or show? Strange Adventures? Yeah, remember? No. Oh. Well, I guess you're not a fan, then. Yeah, I guess not. No, I guess not. Yeah. Terrible. They say that the Green Lantern show is supposed to come out this year, uh, and I don't believe anything about it, and I will strike. I will go on a hunger strike in front of everybody, and Ooh. I will pee myself they, on live what TV. What they did Justice U, and they had, uh... Who's the guy with the axe on his face? Red Axe? Red Axe. Mm-hmm. What if they did that? What if they had him in there? Let's do that. They'd do it, like. but he'd be wearing like a leather jacket. I guess. And just a really shit visor. Yeah, well they would have to make him like super sexy for whatever reason and then like completely change it. Like what they did with um in Gotham. You remember anyway, what they did with following on from but, this a nice yeah. little segue. Oh my god. We have Gotham Knights receives. Oh yeah, this is movie. actually a really good transition. Yeah, uh, so yeah. this is pretty cool. Uh, this is the same Gotham Knights that is a video game. This is gonna be the this sequel series. No, it's not. I've already explained this to you. Oh man. Have you and explained you, this to me? Like, why do you have to, why do you, why are you why are you stupid? I have to Why don't you listen? What if they in Justice U you had a pair of brothers and then John Diggle would be like, I had a brother once. I had to kill him. So the Gotham Knights show is going to be the video game that was announced. It's this. It's literally the same thing. You were like, oh, well, this is going to be after... It's literally the same plot. It's Batman is dead, and the Bat family is taking is over he? Gotham. I don't think it's the Bat family. I think it's, it's just Damian Wayne. No, it's not. Listen to what I'm telling you. I will is hurt you. Is this Titans? It is. They, I don't know if DC was just like, yeah, this is such a cool idea for a video game that I actually can, want to make this into a show. Can DC just put me and Josh in charge of their content? <laughs> between, who here has ADHD? Hi, and between the two of you, somehow you have worse ADHD <laughs> than me. Yeah, we, we couldn't be worse than Guggenheim. Who? The guy. Big Daddy East Guggenheim. Arrow. Yeah. Oh, he did X-Men Gold, yeah. made Felicity the strongest, bravest character in the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so weird. Anyways, yeah, so this is the video game plot that's going to be coming out soon. So following the end of the uh, Arkham series where Batman walks into his manor and blows himself up for reasons. Uh, okay, but did you see the body? That he's not for dead. Reas did for you reasons. Did 100% secret ending? 
So following on with that, we trophies before finishing the game. We see that uh, Nightwing, Red Hood. Is that the one with Catwoman walking away in the tunnel? No. Robin and Batgirl are all Batman using Scarecrow's fear toxic. Are all fighting Gotham villains together, and that is the plot of the video game. That is what they're going to make into the TV series. I've looked it up, and that's it. Now you cannot argue it because you don't know how to read. Interesting, fun little yeah. Made it through life like this. Donald Faison has negative person. Was there any Donald... casting announcements? Donald Faison has been cast in an unknown role in uh, Legends of Tomorrow, and it has been rumored to be Booster Gold. Uh, I didn't know Legends of uh, Tomorrow was still on, honestly. Yeah. Longest running. At the... Well, no, it's not that. Flash it's is on my season eight After now. Flash. Flash is the longest running. But it has to be going into, like, I think season seven of Legends of Tomorrow just aired. Yeah, sounds about right. I haven't watched since I season four. It, it was I, a really I'm... fun show. Season it wasn't 5 good. was probably the last one when uh, uh, Sarah gets abducted by aliens. Season 2 was really good. Is that really what happened? Um, at the end of like season 4, she just like a beam of light comes down and it, she gets abducted. So I thought it was like, everyone's like, aliens, yeah. Tyler, just watch season 2. I don't want to. Tyler, the season 2 good. has the best reverse flash arc we've seen in these series the whole series the whole season he's just on the run from the black flash yeah i think that he would prefer african-american flash uh-huh. no, Fuck then, you. <laughs> then at the end we get a load of time remnants of him show up to like fight the legends and it's just so cool and yeah. it's not the tom cavanoff one it's like the original one before the face change yeah and you get like super it's campy damien dark good. Yeah. Super campy. And super campy John Barrowman as well. Yes. Todd, just watch season two. Nothing else, just season two. It is mm. so good. They also go back in time and inspire George Lucas to create Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. The, the, it's the, so the, good. Whoever gave them the money was like, look, if you can keep the budget <laughs> under like $20,000, we'll let you do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, Tyler, man, please just watch true. season two. Just season two. I'll tell you what, I'll go find a YouTube compilation for all the highlights, and then I'll go look at that. Does that sound about good? Saba? Okay. They, they create their own god, and that one god is like oh, an off-brand elfo. Yeah. Yeah, in, season, What's it? in season three, they literally, through the power of like love or friendship or something, they create like a massive like god-like tech, like in it's Ghostbusters. It's basically Ghostbusters, where, you know, clear your mind or whatever, and instead of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, it's like an off-brand el- Elmo. And that becomes the god. That these repercussions carry through to later seasons. <laughs> like they're like, praise Bebo. Yeah, Happy like Beebness. they go back in time and like find like a Norse village worshiping this little like teddy bear thing. This conversation has given me a rash. Time runness. <laughs> I'm suddenly I suddenly have like a deep desire to go Did watch. Did they bring the in Angel- the cast of Vikings? They might have brought in the cast of Vikings to play Vikings. I don't know. I suddenly have a desire to go back and watch the episode of Angel where they turn into puppets. Oh, yeah. Andor has been confirmed for a season two. I didn't know Did Andor had a season one. Faison? No, we didn't talk. Um, I, I'm sure it would be funny. be an interesting choice for... Get Zach Braff to play Blue Beetle. <laughs> I would be okay with that a lot, yeah. actually. I would yeah. really like that. Gold Bear and Blue Bear. 
Um, have we confirmed that Donald Faison is no longer Professor X, and he's not going to be the professor for Powerpuff Girls? Professor X. Never been. <laughs> when was yeah, this? Oh, yeah. When was I this don't know. They, they released everybody from that. Professor game, Plutonium, right? yeah, yeah. Did they really? I I, they did they cancel the whole thing? thing? Or was it just... Was it just um, not Daisy. That's the character's name. The character's name is Daisy. Uh, Chloe Bennett. Did they just release Chloe Bennett, or was it everybody? There's no character named Daisy. Daisy was in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's the character Chloe Bennett played. Oh, yes. So, Chloe Bennett was released to go do something else, but I'm not sure if they released everybody else. When they, they decided to redo the entire pilot. Oh, yeah, she exited the project. So, maybe he's in. Uh, can, can I mean, we, they bring in just, people all the time. Can we please just release our first episode? Yeah. I'm kind of so curious, honestly, at this point. I mean, people come and go on Legends of Tomorrow, so it doesn't even have to be, like, a full-time commitment. Uh, yeah, so Chloe Bennett has exited the show, but apparently it's still happening? Weirdly yeah, enough, they, I guess they they're just said, looking for somebody else. Go do it else. again. Do it again, but better. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. With, better. Can they just replace her with David Ramsey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. They could have him play the. Uh, there was an episode of uh, Powerpuff Girls where it was like these bank thieves or whatever just dressed up the Powerpuff Girls, put these giant helmets on themselves. It's just yeah. these like giant wooly guys. I remember. I'm fine with that. That sounds fantastic. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I, I. This honestly sounds so bad that I kind of. I'm kind of curious to see how bad it is. It sounds like um, the oh, uh, new warriors casting for a third, a new third Powerpuff will begin in the fall. Who casting will begin? Oh, casting will begin. Casting will begin. Like, I thought it was like for the fall, it will air. The the other cast remain attached, steadfast. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, and... Star yeah. Wars Andor. I don't understand where this news came from because I didn't know Andor had a season one to begin. What is? Is it already out? It's in production. It's no. been in production oh. forever. Yeah, it was. They've already announced was... that the season two is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It was the first well, they, series. They have so much of filmed. It's probably like a six episode series. It's not hard to film that, but it took more time to film. Yeah. Than it was Mandalorian. An... It was announced immediately after Rogue One came out. It was the first of. Yeah, we're going to do a announced. prequel series to a prequel movie. Yeah, it's just been stuck in, yeah. Production hell. I'm pretty sure at one point George Lucas was rumored to be writing it. Yeah. Eh. But, I mean, they have, like, a lot of the people re returning. Diego, Lu Diego Luna? Yeah. Yeah. Eh. Sorry, I get Gabriel Luna and Diego Luna mixed up, but I'm pretty eh. sure. Yeah. Bah. Diego. Bah, Diego. Yeah. All right, well, that's all the bit of news that we can find right now. It's been kind of a weird time in the world of comic books, but uh, we found a way to stretch it out for over an hour. So thank you for joining us for the Cult of Comics. This is our news portion of the Cult of Comics podcast, and thank you for checking us out. You can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the podcast locations. You can also check us out on YouTube. And uh, you will also be finding our next episode, the Comic Book Club episode, posted up here pretty soon. Uh, if you would like, you can check out our Discord server. You can check out our uh, Anchor.fm RSS feed where you can make monthly contributions. You can also go onto patreon.com slash cultocomics. Thank you for checking us out if this is your first time. If you've been following us for a while, thanks for sticking around. Uh, get, be safe out there. Get vaccinated. Get boosted. And don't Give listen to podcasts hosts for medical advice. I want a dollar. Mm. Give me a dollar. I'll go buy a Coke. 
Uh, yeah, there you go. Get, donate a dollar today for Josh's Coke habit. <laughs> I didn't actually mean for that joke to come out. That's funny. <laughs> Have a good rest of your day. I forgot to press record.